We are coming in hot. The podcast. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Thank you, live from Airplay Beats, for the intro music. We are recording live from Darling New Media Studios in Midtown Sack. Now, the continuation of the Calling All Dream Dreamers series is here. And we got our last contestant. We're saving the best for last because we got <laughs> we got the urban shaman here. We got Tiffany Badola. What is up, Tiffany? Hi. Good afternoon. I was about to say good morning, but no, we're in afternoon now. Where, wherever you want to be with it. This is, this is your <laughs> podcast today. So if it's morning for you, we'll say good morning. <laughs> Sounds great. Good morning. Yeah. So the urban shaman. The urban shaman. Yeah. So, um, you know, before we get into it, I just want to tell you this is this is your story. I don't need a commercial. I already seen your entries and all that stuff. So this is just going to be about you, the urban shaman. And, you know, we're going to get into it. Um, we're going to get into the business plan. We're going to get to where you are right now within the contest. So but first, let's do a little bit of background. You from SAC? No, I'm not from Sacramento. <laughs> All right, where are you from? So I am. I was born in Chicago, but I grew up in Mexico City. Representative. So um, as soon as I was born uh, in Chicago, I was immediately just taken back. My mom was very young, so she had some college to finish, and I just kind of grew up over there with all my family and the beautiful culture before um, she came back to the United States. Um, again, Chicago, and it was just... Um, it was different. It was much different than Mexico. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't until 18 years old that I came over to California. Um, and I actually started out in Vacaville. Mm -hmm. From Vacaville, went to Fairfield. And um, I really liked Sacramento the first time I came to visit. The trees were the main thing that attracted me. The farmer's market, just how beautiful everything was, the art. And I found the National Holistic Institute here at the time I was in Fairfield working for a physical therapy clinic and I really really loved the environment um, so I wanted to do more learn more I went to school got my training for uh, neuromuscular massage therapy and health educator on top of all the other education I had and I just kind of opened my practice once I was ready um, a little bit after graduating I saw the opportunity and I opened up Safe Space Bodywork in 2016. So I just turned five years old a few weeks ago with my business, um, well, business practice, because it's, it's really both in one. And yes, I'm just really, really happy with it. And now entering Calling All Dreamers, trying to expand with the Urban Shaman and just continue doing more of what I'm already doing. Yeah, so with the, um, with the move from Mexico City to Chicago, why is there such a rich history of people going from Mexico to Chicago? Because it kind of seems like, you know, you got Texas, you got California. What is the migration from Mexico to Chicago all about? Because there's a lot of uh, Mexican culture out in Chicago. How did you land out there? And why, why did your, why did your mom pick Chicago? 
Yeah, I ask them that all the time because it's freezing and I, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why do you guys pick such a cold state? Yeah. Um, why couldn't you go to California? <laughs> yeah. um, it's awful. It really is hibernate like eight months out of the year. Um, yeah. I had a very gothic phase in high school and I think it was just seasonal depression because mm. there was no sun. <laughs> really just hibernate and that does have um, health health effects on people. Another um, big thing in Chicago is goth. I, I, yeah, that, that's another big one out there. I'm going to attribute it to that a little bit more than, <laughs> than other things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was just family. We we already had some family that was in Chicago. Um, it could have been California because my grandma, uh, my great-grandfather, so her dad, he was part of the Braceros program, which is when California needed more agriculture agricultural help and they brought in I know a lot of people from Mexico to help in the farms and later they had the option to either stay um, or go back home. Um, they had an option to get a visa but my great-grandfather I always asked my grandma like oh you know now I'm in California like how how things kind of just turned full circle but he said at the time that he just really didn't like the United States. Um, it was more cold as he describes it just in terms of family um and neighborhoods and community he just felt more segregated and probably just you know coming straight from mexico and not knowing any english he felt like mexico was a much better place for his family so good good i like that decision because it, it made me like i said just come full circle with everything you just mm -hmm. never know where you're gonna end up so it's nice <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, how old were you when you came to the States? I don't know if we, we said that. Like seven. I want to say about seven years old. So I was in the middle of first grade when I was just thrown into elementary school <laughs> and no English, just like what's going on. But, you know, it, it taught me really fast how to how to grow up and um, assimilate <laughs> to the yeah. Western culture. Yeah, and, you know, that's something that we as uh, color folks got to do each and every day as well. Just, you know, keep keep it moving, you know, try to try to stay uh, true to ourselves. And, you know, like that's that's just the way of life, you know, for for people, you know, with darker skin. You know, this is yeah, how it is. You know, it doesn't matter if you speak English or not. You know, we got to We got to learn how to move in this this world. Um, so you come here when you're 18. Were you coming here just for the holistic school or were you just coming here just to, you know, get out of Chicago? You wanted to get warmer. Like, how, how did you get out here? Why did you get out here? Um, so I got married at 18. I'm still married. Um, OK, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. My husband joined the Air Force. So straight out of high school, he knew he wanted to join the Air Force. Um, and I stayed in Chicago just doing school, phlebotomy, physical therapy aid, kind of preparing myself to wherever he was going to be stationed because he was in Texas doing technical school. Um, and eventually he got stationed out in Fairfield. So I came out here. I tried doing school for a while, um, developmental psychology, uh, all that health holistic stuff really, really intrigues me. And the brain is a huge part of that. So I tried school, wasn't for me, <laughs> but trade school was. Um, I am on the autistic spectrum and ADHD. So it's very, very hard for me to focus. And I don't think a school environment um, where I have to sit through lectures was for me. So trade school was great. I learned so much at the National Holistic Institute just with already having the background in physical therapy, phlebotomy. Um, I'd already worked in a hospital for a few years and 
I, that was just such a big part of my background that it just made sense. Um, and it was such a great program. Just we worked with cadavers. We were able to work um, with a different cadaver in every section of the body. So it was much more in depth than I think I would have gotten um, sitting and looking at a book, at least as far as my brain is able to learn and absorb mm-hmm. information. Okay. And then, you know, you start, you know, you, you're into the field of, you know, the holistic, um, you know, health and, you know, uh, you know, mind, body, health, wellness. It, it seems like that's what you're, you're into. Something that I'm really big into is mental health myself, uh, self-care. Um, yeah. but what Still you're doing, therapy. what's that? Psilocybin therapy. I do. I do acupressure. Yeah, I do. I do. The, yeah, I do the, the, the back walks and all that good stuff. You know, um, this man, my lower back, I want to have to come to you pretty much. <laughs> so urban shaman started in when 20. So it's not started yet. It's kind of just um, the idea that I'm pitching for calling all dreamers to expand. Um, so I have my practice, Save Space Bodywork, which has a small retail section where I offer small things like essential oils, crystals, um, things that are going to help people in their self-care journey. But I want to be able to have a store where I'm able to just provide everything that I already have in my practice, but a place for people to shop on their own, empower them, give them confidence in the things that they're buying. Uh, Especially with COVID, we've been kind of addicted to online shopping and People have become very reclusive, so I want to bring back the retail therapeutic experience of going into a shop and really just relaxing and buying something you're going to use and not just stuff in your house or buy it because you're being compulsive about something, but Mm. um, really use it. Okay, so we're talking about the the business here, and you see how I'm confused, so you're going to have to... So you're going to have to bridge the gap between what you're doing right now to the urban shaman with, so you just have a smaller space right now and you're trying to make it bigger, correct? Yeah. So I do massage therapy all day long, um, cupping therapy, lymphatic drainage. So I'm working with clients. I see about at least 20 clients a week. So I'm pretty busy. Um, But again, I have a small section in my office where people are able to buy hot packs and cold packs. Um, I have a small library here as well that just is full of books for stretching and breathing and just holistic stuff that's going to help for your lifestyle and wellness. So I want to just have a shop dedicated to that. Um, And I mentioned psilocybin therapy. I'm not sure if you know what that is. Mm -hmm. Um, Mushroom therapy. So that's another reason I'm opening up the Urban Shaman. I would love to be one of the first sites in Sacramento to offer this legally to the community um, in the future, in the future, because that is. Yeah, because that's still two years out, right? It's coming. It's coming. We never know. <laughs> <laughs> At least two years out. Don't don't get me wrong. I, I, I deal with a lot of therapy and I look into a lot of different stuff or at least two years out. You heard it here first. Um, So let's get into what Urban Shaman is, being a solopreneur, because you're just by yourself, and you're trying to open up a bigger space. How are we getting from what you're doing right now, and you say you're busy all the time, where are you finding the, the time 
to be doing business plans, redoing business plans, looking at, uh, you know, spaces where you want your, your, your shop at, you know, your funding, like where is this time going? Where's it, where's it coming from? Where's it going? How are you doing it? Because calling all dreamers, as people know, I talk about this all the time, probably the hardest thing I've ever done, Tiff, you know, like it was one of the hardest decisions to make when you're in it, you're in it. Like I had three food trucks at the time when I was doing it, it was our busy season of May. And so I, I have a partner, I have a business partner. You don't how you, (laughs) I still had to do everything. (laughs) Oh, you heard that. You heard that here. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) So where are you finding the, where are you finding the time and how are you doing this? Like how, like this is blowing my mind that you got a, a, a successful business right here in your hands and you want to get rid of this and blow it up oh, to something. Rid of it. It's, it's an expansion. I'm not getting rid of anything. Okay. It's okay. Well, I'm just, expansion. I'm just, yes, I'm just asking you're just one person. How are you doing all of this? Cause I'm that good. Um, no, no. <laughs> don't don't go into the score network. meeting like that, please. <laughs> no, I have a really great network. And like okay. I said, I've been open for five years. I made it through COVID, which is, you know, something that only the greatest of the businesses can really say right now, because it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have a great network that I've built over the years okay. right now. Um, as you know, working with Turton Commercial Real Estate, finding a space is one of the biggest, like, okay, where am I? I have someone for that. Um, that's very, very helpful. That's been amazing and sending me just, you know, the pamphlet so that I can look at the prices, the square footage, um, plan everything out. I also, and something about my work that I love is all of the clients and the diversity that comes with that because that's another huge help that I've been able to um utilize. So one of my other uh, newest clients that I, well, not new, she's, she's been a friend for a year now. Um, she's a project manager and an engineer. So that was a huge help. She helped me with modeling and turning in um, just, you know, as you know, for the, as a semifinalist, they ask you for a lot of things to turn in. Um, so she helped me out with that. And yeah, just a lot of support, a lot mm-hmm. of work that I think I've already done with the business that I currently have. So jumping into this, it was, um, it was pretty much just getting organized. And when there aren't enough hours in the day, I work through the night. That's one of my biggest mottos. Um, so I just, I love what I do and I want to do more of it. And I know that, um, the urban shaman expansion is going to be a big step for my company and myself as an entrepreneur and the future of what I believe holistic wellness should be mm-hmm. for the community and to be accessible to the community. So yeah, big dreams, big goals, a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's being a business owner and, you know, you've been in it for five years. I've, I've been in it for probably about six years, so I'm not too far you know, ahead of you. But, you know, like I, I, I've i always had help along the way, um, just like you did as well. Right. But it's the, huge. <laughs> but let me let me let me tell you this right here. That help runs out because what happens is 
you start growing, you start growing, and then they look at you and say, all right, Tiff, you got it. I'm out because you're not paying them. They're just helping out and you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't just, you can't just rely on those same people to be here two years from now. So what, what are some of those, what, what's down in that business plan of you expanding and are you going to have, you know, how many workers are you going to have? Or is it going to be you 24 seven? You know, because yeah. are you still going to have this space and the bigger space? Like, how how is it all working? Because I'm still trying to figure I, out I have, how you're going to do all yeah. this. I know. That's the biggest question. So I have an apprentice that I'm training. Well, I've been training. Um, she took the same neuromuscular program that I did. So she's going to be in my office the days that I'm going to be in the Urban Shaman. And I'm also hoping to train more therapists. And that's out there. My ad is out there. It's been out there. Um, I actually have two rooms. So this is my my waiting room, studio office. Um, I have my massage room on the other end. And on the third floor, I have a lobby and a completely separate room that's also for another therapist. So my practice will be busy with therapists as I continue to train them and they continue to take clients, um, build their clientele. My practice is super busy. So at this point, I really just need to keep training therapists and find the right fit, which I know is out there. Um, but I just need to find them, which is work, but I'm, I'm working on it and it's getting there. So I'm, I'm excited for the future because I want to be able to extend what I do to other therapists as well that I know are stuck in massage envy in a little tiny room. They don't get to do what they like and I have a space for that. So I'm looking for good therapists that want to grow in their professionalism and their craft and mm-hmm. You are welcome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. And that's, that's great. You know, like, uh, great answers. And, you know, like I'm hard on you just because like, I know you're about to go through something with this score presentation. That's a hundred times worse than what I've even said, you know, like the mentor, the score mentors are at least mine. I love mine. Maria. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I had a guy with a full-time job, so everybody that's come on here so far, they're like, oh, yeah, I call them, and they're there. Love, I love I love Joe. That was my boy, but he had a full-time job, and it was hard to get a hold of him. So, I think that's a huge help. Yeah, we, we checked in, and I'll just give him, like, a whole list of stuff, and we'll bang it all out, which right. kind of worked out for me because, like I said in the beginning, I was busy, too. So I'm not trying to just, you know, like, oh, I had work. No, he was great because what he did was like, Cecil, this is a, this is what you need to do, X, Y, Z. And I was like, okay, so I take X, Y, Z, take it to ABC, you know, like, and that's when I was doing it just because I was so busy, he was so busy, just those 30 minutes to an hour that we had, like every once in a while, I probably saw him – three, four times, maybe talk to him six times out of the whole, the whole time I was doing it. But it, it gave me more um, of like, okay, you don't have, you know, like somebody that's always going to be there. So you really got to work harder to get to this goal because I didn't take calling all dreamers seriously. I, I really did not I had a successful business kind of like you, but it seems like you're, you're doing the work and you're doing exactly what you needed to do from jump. It took me going to that score meeting and just getting beat up to be like, oh, this is for real. 
I'm getting beat up. Oh, everybody does. They you don't go. Nobody comes out of that room like, oh, that was that was a great experience. Everybody comes out of there with their tails between their legs and you know ready to get back into that business plan and start changing stuff. And if you're not down to get back out there and start changing your business plan after that, you're not gonna get nowhere. You know, so, you know, like, like I said, you're doing a really great job. Um, you know, you have everything in place that you need to have in place. So what, what are you doing with the package? If, you know, you get to the end, you know, you win the thing, where, where is that going? Like, where's the, the money going And Plus, you know, this package you know, it's worth a hundred thousand, but you're not getting a hundred thousand, but there's a, right. there's accountants, there are attorneys in there. There's all kinds of different, um, all kinds of different things yeah. that you get out of this advertising. Like where, where are your focuses going to be? If you make it to the end, you win. And, you know, of course the money's probably going to go to the brick and mortar, but where, what are some of the other things that you're looking forward to? If you win, um, well, opening up a store, supplying it with all the retail items that I like, which are fair trade, organic, and also spotlighting uh, businesses in our community that are fair trade and organic because the Urban Shaman, one of my biggest things with it, um, as well as my business, is we live in downtown and we're so busy. Sometimes I don't go to the farmer's market for months because I'm just, I'm busy, I'm working. And a lot of people here too, even I got the Capitol Mall uh, Farmer's Market here every Wednesday. I haven't been to it once because I'm, I'm working. So um, <laughs> if we have a store where we have some of those items already there, it gives people an opportunity to shop for them, um, even though they might not have the time to go to the place where they're being sold, especially Farmer's Market. It's a great experience, but the Urban Shaman aims to have retail therapeutic experience, just like when people come into my office, they're like, oh my gosh, I don't, I feel like I'm not even in downtown anymore. And an experience, an experience as well as shopping. And I did want to include a food portion in my business plan that of course they, they completely gouged um, in the first section because part of uh, my heritage is food. And sometimes, you know, in Mexico City, we work a lot, we're moving all day, but we have a tamal, a torta, something, a taco that's really quick, just grab and go, and we're good. You know, your juice, you're good. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to have a portion of that in my business, the Urban Shaman, but um, I think I'm going to end up having to sublease that area to somebody that aligns with those values so that they can take uh, care of that part, and I can just continue on with the retail, um, the holistic wellness and possibly some psilocybin um, mushrooms in there too. So, yeah. So yeah, like you got to keep it small at first. Everybody has these grand ideas, but you want to get in I there. Know, know. You, you want to get in there. You want to start small. You want to build out really, really slowly until you got everything that you need for that first step. And then you want to expand a little bit. And then you do that second step and you keep going and you keep going and you keep going to the third urban shaman, the fourth urban shaman, you know, and then you already have that model where you're just picking up and setting in place because it seems like the urban shaman, you want to scale it. 
You know, like you just don't want it here in SAC, right? You want to go somewhere else. You want to do it there. You want to grind like that. But if you if you do it right in SAC, then you just have a model where you're just picking up and you have your systems in place. Boom. There you go. And then you you have your therapist, what you said, that you're you're teaching and you're grooming and you want to get them where they want to go. Why, what about flipping that and being like, okay, you franchise this one in Stockton. And then you're just sitting in downtown sack chilling and you're making your money on that one. You're making your money on this one. Doesn't seem like you thought about that one yet. Oh, oh, oh. You haven't seen my, my 10 year business plan. What are you talking about? All right. Hey, send it over. Hydrotherapy spa that's dedicated to rehab. Um, I have, I have a lot of big plans and I don't, I don't know about franchising, but yes, I do want to expand from there. Um, and the hydrotherapy spa would also be a one-stop shop for people that need therapy. Um, so your physical therapist would be there. You'd have saunas, you'd have jacuzzis, you'd have an outdoor garden, um, and your services separate like massage, you'd have a small gym. Um, so yeah, I have bigger, bigger plans. The calling all dreamers was just, um, I entered in 2018. I didn't even make it to the first round, um, but they, they really pushed me to enter this year. So I did. And it's like you said, it really um, makes you take a look at all of your business accomplishments thus far and tweak them out so that they can be as successful as possible for the future so that you can just be sitting pretty and, and chilling watching your, your fruits keep growing. Mm-hmm. And juicy. Yeah, no. And, um, you know, like the urban shaman, what 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 is the urban shaman actually mean? So shaman means a healer, uh, someone that facilitates healer healing through herbs and natural ways. And being in an urban community, I think we are lacking that. We're so futuristic and I see people on the scooters and the one wheels and I don't know. I want to bring it back to the basics and more primal, um, our primal selves that that's where we do our healing the most, I think. Are you going out and finding people to come into you or are people just finding you on the internet? Like how are people getting in tune with the, your, your lifestyle and your, your spaces? Like how, how's this coming about? Because on one end we're, we're talking about, you know, downtown urban and you know, like I've never heard of anything like I, I've heard of the crystal thing, but I I'm, I'm super new and green to, what you're doing actually um, just for somebody as novice as me, urban shaman, are you out into the community, like trying to get, you know, the, the urban community in there, or is it just something where, you know, people are just finding you and want to do a holistic therapy? Like how, how is this coming about? How are we bringing this together? Well, I think self-care is has been trending um, since COVID. People are looking inwards. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge thing. But since before that, um, I've always been networking with chiropractors, other healthcare uh, professionals that are in the realm of holistic wellness, you know, not just sending out prescriptions or go take a Tylenol, but hey, have you been outside? How's your water? How's your magnesium? How's your sink? Your vitamin D levels, um, things like that. And I think it's important And like you said, my lifestyle, everyone that I hang out with and everyone that's around me is in that. So I think it just becomes part of the grapevine 
Um, and I have a few chiropractic clinics that I network with. All of my clients, as soon as they hear someone's in pain, they're like, you need to go see Tiffany. Um, so I'm, I'm really wanting to grow my business because at this point I'm so busy. And like you said, I can't run both businesses. So I need more, more Tiffany's, more therapists that are aligned with my vision and mission to, to help me with this. Cause it takes a community and we're all going to grow together. The more knowledge we have in, in ourselves and awareness. You know, there's never going to be another Tiffany, right? Oh no. Heck no. <laughs> we can try though. We can try. We can you can try. Though. You can try. I'm just saying, like, I'll try. Hey, no, it's it's not that. It's just that I don't want to sit here. Everybody blow smoke up your ass, Tiff. Everybody. But I'm I'm just one of those guys where. You can get this far not knowing that. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, you meet people like me, and you're like, oh, shit, this guy's like, you know, he's telling the, telling oh, the real. a lot of people. You know? Like, yeah, so. You know, like it's nothing, you know, like you can come at me and be like, hey, this, 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 this. And then I go and I fix it, you know, or I'm like, uh, you know, like I'll take that with a grain of salt. But, you know, like I, I, I like what you're doing. You know what I mean? I just want you to know that, you know, there's only one Tiffany in this world. There's only one urban shaman. You know what I mean? Like that's that's one of those things where, you know, like you, you got to get a big head. And I know you do because you, you, you like, you know, your shit, you know, I might, I might not get it, but, but you know, you have a good following and that's, that's the good thing about it. I want to learn more. I might be stopping by this week. You know, like, I'm so. down the street from you. I you're know. Me. Yeah, I know you, you're too busy for me though. But no, uh, <laughs> I, I love <laughs> Hey, so what, what's, um, you know, like I know you're big into organics. What's what's that? Um, how'd you get into that? Like, um, and then tell me a little bit about your, you know, your retail or not your retail, but your food service that you want to do with the organic and stuff like that. And anything food, you always got to holler at me offline. <laughs> I just don't cook chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no chicken. Um, well, just in Mexico and most countries GMOs are banned, you know, genetically modified and all that stuff with pesticides and yucky stuff that's going to make you sick in the long term. So coming here, it was just a big shock that, you know, food coloring, which like I said, I'm on the spectrum and you give me food colorings or any child actually for that matter, it's going to mess with their brain and their hormones and their mental state in various ways. So it's really, really important, especially here when we're moving fast. Sometimes we're just shoving fast food down our mouths and not even thinking about it. And a month later, it's like, crap, all I've had is fast food. Um, well, it makes a big difference if all you've had is organic food or food that is filled with junk and now it's built up in your system and you don't know why you feel like crap. So that's really important. And um, I wanted to have a fridge and like a hot fridge, so to say, filled with vitamin T, which, you know, in our Mexican culture, it's a joke, you know, oh, we're going to go get some vitamin T, which is tacos, tortas, o tamales. So I wanted to be able to offer that because it's just really fast, grab and go, um, something that can just kind of sit there, but you can even munch as you're, you're driving, which you're not supposed to do, but hey, um, yeah. So I, I want to, I want to be able to have just small items like that. So people are inclined to go to the store as well as alkaline water. Oh my gosh. 
I can't tell you how many times I go to places and it's like Dasani or just, you know, Nestle, Coca-Cola, which I don't support any of those corporations or brands. Again, um, they steal water from earth and then sell it to you in plastic bottles. And that's wrong. Um, anyways, alkaline water is really important for us because it has all of the right minerals. It's already balanced so that your body can just absorb it. It can go to your vital organs and all the places that it needs to without sifting and filtering through and just exhausting your metabolism. So tweaking those small little things in an urban community, I think is going to make just a huge difference um, and even make a shift in some people's lifestyles without them even noticing. How do we get into these communities and, and get this type of we thinking? Put ourselves right in the middle, just put it like right in the middle. one did, just like a giant spaceship. You just, <laughs> just right there. They don't have a choice. We're here. You pass by Chipotle. Oh, well, that's the only thing I got to eat. Well, now you're passing by the urban shaman. Oh, well, that's the only place you're going to go into. <laughs> mm-hmm. I that's, like it. That's my, my attitude. <laughs> How did you get into this? I don't even think we, we – I know you you went to college for it, but, like, wh- why – It's cool. <laughs> or trade school, yes. I, I went to a trade school, too. I'm, I'm, I'm right on the same level as you. I look like you. I went to college, but – I, I don't, and I didn't, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a trade right. school guy. Man, school is not for... It's not for everybody, yes, yes. But, you know, like, what what made you, like, make this move? Because you're you're moving, you know, for to Fairfield with your husband, you know, like, were you already in this mode, like, of this holistic journey? Like, how did you even get there because we talking about coming from, you know, Mexico to Chicago, you know, very, you know, um, I, I know in Mexico is a lot of vegetarian eating. Like I, I don't think a lot of people know that because all you see here is tacos filled with a bunch of meat, but you know, yeah, work, working with working, working as long as I have in a kitchen, you run across a lot of Mexicans and they always say, no, we like ate meat, like on a, Easter, you know, like something really big, but most of the time it was vegetarian. A different part, but I'm a big meat eater where I come Mm. from. Um, I love my butchers. (laughs) Whenever I go visit my grandma, she has to uh, a few days in advance go to a few butchers because I love chicken hearts. Organ meat is really, really good for you, and I love chicken hearts. So my dumbass thought that a chicken had like three hearts because. I eat a lot of chicken hearts and I realized that I'm eating a lot of chickens just by having like a plate full of chicken hearts. <laughs> There's only one heart. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, I got like three hearts, right? <laughs> like just three chickens. Oh, oh, I, only the KFC chickens got three hearts. <laughs> right, yeah, those two. Those two. Oh my gosh. But, um, No, it's just, it's something that's always been uh, embedded in me. Like I said, just going to the farmer's market all the time. It was bizarre for me to come here and just see that everything was packaged. Um, Nowadays, I know that veganism is really huge, but I don't necessarily push for that because I think that a lot of our vegetables and fruits don't have the nutrients that they used to because the soil has been so depleted, so, so depleted that it's just exhausting our metabolism and you're only extracting a little bit of nutrients from those fruits and vegetables, but you are getting sometimes if it's not organic, a lot of pesticides and just things that your body can't even absorb. 
um, our stomach is also not as acidic as an animal. So when you're eating all these plants and vegetables, again, you're only absorbing a little bit because our stomach is not as acidic to really break down and absorb everything that's in there. So I push more for meat nowadays. Um, I'm a big carnivore. I do eat a lot of quality carbs, you know, sweet potatoes, rice, regular potatoes, um, healthy nuts, um, healthy berries, things like that. But um, yeah, yeah, it's just a different world now. It really is. And we have to continue to change with it and adapt with it. So urban shaman, um, that's one of the big goals. Like I'm going to show you how you can live in this modern world and take care of yourself the right way. It's not that hard. It's just tweaking a few little things and, and you're going to be okay. Love it. I love it. All right. So we're going on to our top five. You ready to play a, a top five game? Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, Tiffany, I need your top five tips to a healthier life. Top five picks to a healthier life. Okay. Um, well, they're not necessarily in any order, but I would say the biggest one is you have to go outside. Um, we're working from home. We're sitting inside a lot. Uh, and sometimes we're like, oh crap, the sun is down and I didn't even take a breath out. So Go outside. Um, I always walk my dog, so I'm forced to, and I walk to work. So it's just, even if I'm in the office, I got some sort of vitamin D going outside and healthy air. Um, that's my number one. Number two, like I've been talking about nonstop, eat organic if you can. Please, the mo more you eat organic, the better it's going to be for you. Um, there's so many pesticides and yucky things. Even um, tires. Oh my gosh, when people that live in a high area of uh, interstates apparently now have tire dust in their their food because it's just it's that bad. Um, so yes, try to eat organic. Get your alkaline water in. Let's see. Number three, don't go vegan. Um, veganism, like I said, you're not going to get your nutrients. And over time, we're seeing that a lot of our seniors that were vegan for a long time, their bone density is very brittle. So they're experiencing more broken hips, um, more broken bones and fractures, and then longer healing times. So that's super important. Um, and also fat. A lot of people are afraid of fat. Please eat your fats because again, as you get older, that's almost like the lubrication to all your neurons. So that's how your brain sends signal to the rest of your body. And if you don't have enough water and fat, it's almost going to be like a dried up raisin that can't, it can't shoot out those signals. So make sure you're eating your fats. Don't go vegan, organic water outside. Um, and I would say find a good therapist. Is that, is that five? This one. Find a therapist, a good massage therapist, or any therapist that's going to pertain to your health, your mental wellness, your physical wellness, anything that you think is, is your main crutch, so to say, find it and take care of it. Because once you can build up from there, it's going to be your foundation to everything else and you're going to be able to grow. So it's like find your weak spot and take care of it. Um, so yeah, I think that was that. <laughs> I think this is the only time I'm ever added to, uh, a top five and oh, really? I'm going to piggyback on this therapy thing and people, please, if you have any kind of mental that you need to get out, your family and your friends aren't registered licensed therapists. They're going to get tired of hearing your shit. Find a therapist. Talk to your therapist. 
talk through your issues with your therapist. Mom, pops, friends, sisters, brothers, they, they're going to listen to you, but there's ways to get through this whole mental thing. You know, I'm, I'm big into therapy. Actually, you know, like I want to hit you up offline because everything you said in your top five is directly how I live my life. So I think that we need to sit down outside of this and just have a, a a different conversation because I I like where you're going with it. You, you made me a believer in the, in the urban shaman with this, um, with this podcast for sure, Tiff. Um, our, our last uh, segment is coming in hot. So this is, it could be anything on your mind, anything you want to get off your chest. It could be political. It could be about, you know, healing. It could be about eating organic. I think we already, <laughs> we did that part. But this is your time. And Tiffany, it is time to come in hot. What you got? Okay, so I recently got my very first one-star review on Google. Mm. And I'm five-star all around. And this lady came in, um, and she was wearing a mask. And I don't wear a mask in my office. That's that's something, whether it's political or not, I think it's related to your health. And if you know anything about facial reflexology, eustachian tubes, nitric oxide, anything about the respiratory system, you would know that putting a mask on you is, is just not good. It is dirty. It's full of microbes. It's, it's almost like wearing a face diaper, which a lot of doctors have described it as. I even had a client in here who ended up with a lymph node infected on her chin, ended up with a huge staph infection. It was awful just from wearing the mask. Um, so anyways, she comes in, she sees my paperwork, which says it's optional whether you want to wear a mask or not. But if you feel uncomfortable with me not wearing one, I'm happy to put one on. Mm-hmm. So she told me to put one on. Um, her husband had booked the session, so she got her entire session in. It was an hour. Um, she leaves. She pays. She's, you know, she was snoring the entire time, very relaxed. And come three days later, I get the one-star review. Um, oh, and before she left, she even complained. She's like, I thought my husband booked for a 90-minute. I'm like, no, he just booked for an hour. And she's like, okay, I'll be back next time. So I was surprised by the one-star review, but it had nothing to do with my massage. She said my massage was great, but it was just a whole paragraph on how disappointed she was that I wasn't wearing a mask because I wasn't compliant to COVID. And it was just, um, I was flabbergasted by it because, you know, you're coming in to receive a service where you're getting touched in your largest organ in your body. Um, (laughs) But you're going to worry about a mask, which again, you're face down, you're breathing in, she was wearing it the entire time. I was wearing it the entire time. That stuff just doesn't make sense to me. But if you want to get political and controversial, I don't do masks. I don't believe in any of that. Um, she asked me if I was vaccinated and she got super freaked out when I told her no, but I'm sorry. I refuse to be an experiment. Um, there still needs to be a few more years left to see what the real consequences of this is. And me working with various households, I have seen four wives whose husbands spontaneously got heart attacks and passed away. So to me, that is very suspicious. Um, All from vaccinated. They're all vaccinated. Um, So yeah, it's, that's my, my coming in hot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that was hot. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know that they, you know you got you got the way that you think. Other people got the way they think, but we exactly. all got to live in this world, and we just have to respect each other. And you know that's pretty much it. You know, like exactly. um, so. Go ahead and plug what you got to plug. Uh, where can they find you? Where, you know, where can they put their, their one-star reviews? Like, <laughs> and, and no, hey, you, and this is, this is, this is the first of many, you know, like I get just the one-star review with nothing. It is one star. Why is it one star? It's nothing. This is one star. So as you grow, as you get more popular, the one stars will come. That's I it. love them haters. Yeah. <laughs> but they going to keep coming back, too. That's the thing about it. Go ahead and plug all your shit, Tiff. <laughs> uh, so safespacebodywork.com. You can book an appointment online. All my information is there. All of my services. I have 17 services, including CBD massage. I do cupping therapy. Um, BBLs are huge, huge right now, all the surgery, especially with um, winter coming up and healing time. And I do a lot of lymphatic drainage, especially pre the eight weeks. Um, and I have body sculptors on the fourth floor embodied. Um, Larissa and Trish are amazing. They do great body sculpting there. So after the eight weeks, continue their rehab. Um, but that's my specialty, safe space, body work. I am the best massage therapist in Sacramento, unless somebody wants to fight me on Ooh, that. Um, that's what's up. It's, Shots I, fired. I so many. And I am not impressed. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yes, uh, I am here for anyone who needs help with their chronic pain, uh, any type of lifestyle change or advice. I am here mostly for massage therapy, but I can lend some good good advice and um, tips if you need them. All right. So thank you so much, Tiffany, for coming through. Uh, I really appreciate the conversation. Thank you for hanging in there with me for 12 rounds. You know, um, really appreciate you coming through. Best of luck to the Urban Shaman. I will be seeing you at your final pitch in front of the the Calling All Dreamers board. Um, so I uh, can't wait to hear your growth and what what that final pitch will be. But for this me, was a great warm up. Thank you. I I love it. This yeah. was a great <laughs> so I'm probably gonna be silent when you're in there. All right. All right. I already asked you the tough questions, but uh, for coming in hot, I am Chef Cease for those beautiful, delicious mouthwatering chicken sandwiches. Holla at us, www.nashandproper.com. Also at Nash and Proper, at Nash and Proper.eg, at Chef Cease on all social media platforms. Please subscribe to this wherever you get your podcast. I will see you next week. Peace. Love you.